And welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about the latest film in the Halloween series, and that is Halloween Kills. So this movie picks up right after the events of the 2018 film Halloween, and it continues the saga as well as unearths some previously unknown secrets from the past. So this movie is one that I... I would, had been looking forward to uh, Halloween 2018. It was a pretty pretty good movie. I would say one of the better entries in the series, especially as of late. And uh, I love the original Halloween film. I really, really do. It's one of my favorite movies. I watch it every year this time of year. So it's definitely something that's right up my alley. And I've steadily been working through all the other entries in the series. Actually, the next review that will go up on the podcast will be Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, which I know doesn't really tie in too well to this movie um, for a variety of reasons, but it's still one of the Halloween movies, so I'm going to try to get around to reviewing it. And it was my first time seeing it, so, you know, I, I think that's uh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I definitely had the Halloween franchise on the brain, so when this movie dropped i was very excited to watch it i didn't get around to it until a little bit later i was very busy the weekend uh that it actually came out but i did finally get the chance to watch it and um i think it's okay uh i think that the 2018 movie was considerably better in a lot of ways and i think this one kind of feels like it has weird middle chapter syndrome. This feels like almost a lesser Marvel movie in a weird way. And I know that's a very odd comparison at first, but if you think about some of the Marvel movies where it feels like this isn't really like it's this isn't really a movie. This is a tee up for the next movie. And then that movie is going to be really interesting and good. I think this sets up a lot of really interesting elements and it puts a lot of stuff in play where I'm like, okay, I'm excited to see where that goes in the future. But when it comes to how it plays out in this movie, I think it's ultimately a little bit disappointing. And I think a lot of that comes down to just like the kind of inconsequential feel to this almost. I think, like I said, there's some stuff that I think is really interesting and I'm excited to see how it uh, evolves and kind of becomes more important to the story in the third film. But for as it stands in this movie, this movie just kind of feels like filler. It, we're kind of right back around to where we were when we started. And I don't really think that's, you know, very interesting. This had major Black Widow vibes to me, where it just felt like sort of an, an afterthought of a story and something where it's like, we, okay, we need a sequel to this really popular movie. And then we have like these exciting plans in the future, but we need to kind of get there. We need to bridge that gap rather than like it being a story that they really wanted to tell. However, uh, I don't want to rag on it too hard. It wasn't like a totally terrible experience watching it or anything. For one, I think it was really cool to see a lot of the kids come back as grown-ups, the kids from the first movie. I liked seeing all the different victims. And I mean, it's not just the kids. You bring in the nurse as well, and you see all those flashbacks, and you kind of expand on it a little bit. You add some characters, and you add some depth to that night. I think that was a really interesting idea. The whole kind of conspiracy element of like that cop who saved michael myers and feels like super guilty about it and wishes he would have just let him be killed that night i think that was also very interesting i think that they could have done a little bit more with that kind of explored it a little bit more because as it stands i don't know if i totally feel like it sinks in as well as it could or like you really feel like it was justified you know um i don't feel like you really 
see his side of it to as much of as much as you could but i still think it's a really cool idea and in particular the whole idea of like bringing the town together seeing more of the town um and getting more of like a feel for the people that live there and all the different um like reactions to this crazy event that's happening and they can all decide they're going to gang up on Michael and all that stuff. I thought that was that was pretty cool. And seeing grown up Tommy Doyle played by Anthony Michael Hall, that was kind of crazy. Um, what a weird thing to see. Like, man, Anthony Michael Hall looks so old. I associate him with so much with movies of kind of the era of the original Halloween. And now he's all grown up and he's playing a character from the original Halloween. And that's, oh man, it's so weird. But it's really cool, actually. I think that was one of my... That's one of the better parts of the movie. He really does bring down that talent show, though, huh? It's like karaoke and ventriloquism. And then you guys, uh, you guys are aware of when a lot of people were were murdered 40 years ago. And that was really awful. And I just want to say I'm sorry to the victims and all that stuff. Like, dude, not the time. These people are not here for that. What are you doing? But uh, regardless, that's that's just kind of a, uh, a nitpick. That's not really a legitimate flaw with the movie. I will say one thing that is sort of a nitpick, and it's like something I like, but also something that I feel like is a little bit nitpickable, is the whole inclusion of that other mental patient that everyone starts chasing after in the hospital. I really liked that idea in concept, but I'm not entirely sure what the comment is that they're trying to make there like the herd mentality there's clearly something about that and and like uh the one girl gets really into like i'm not gonna let them hurt you like very suddenly i'm not entirely sure what that was supposed to tie into or what like the thematic purpose of that moment was but i still really liked it and i liked how overwhelming it becomes and like that kind of rush to like try to get people to understand that's not him but then the easily nitpickable thing for me is that to them that they think that's Michael. But to, to me, it seems incredibly obvious that it's not. I mean, the last time that they saw him, he's wearing his traditional garb. He's wearing the mask. He's wearing the the, the uh, like jumpsuit. This guy's wearing a, like, you know, hospital scrubs. And he is like older. He's pudgier. Like th- this is clearly not Michael Myers. Like, I don't I don't know. I thought that was super weird, especially for like Lori and for Tommy and stuff to not immediately be like, uh, that's definitely not him at all. But, uh, you know, that's like I said, it's kind of a nitpick. I think uh, the overall scene, it works, even though I don't totally understand what they were going for. But I think that uh, there are some things where if you kind of think about it a little bit more, it's like a little bit weird. Uh, and then the ending uh, i think that's a that's a big thing that's been really divisive over like among fans i don't hate it um i just like i said it just feels like a kind of a nothing entry in the series it doesn't feel as definitive or triumphant in any way as the first one did and it just sort of feels like it's teeing up for another movie which it is and the original ending was that Lori was gonna like grab a knife and she was gonna like or no she's gonna pick up the phone and she was gonna hear Michael breathing after he just killed um 
the her daughter, whichever Strode woman that was, and I I can't keep them straight. Um, can, I think it's Karen that he would have just killed. That was, and so then he's like breathing on the phone. He, all he can hear is his breathing. So she and she knows it's him, and so she like grabs a knife and she's like says into the phone like I'm coming for you, Michael, or something like that. And then that's the end of the movie. That would have been a much better ending. I think that this weird abrupt stop is just. It's so weird, and it's also crazy to me that none of these people have guns. Like, really? In the Midwest, in America? Are you kidding me? That, that's crazy to me. They all bring, like, baseball bats and crowbars. Like, really? Not one gun? Not a single gun? Really? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> all that could have been avoided if somebody just would have brought a pistol or a shotgun. But... um. But yeah, I think that the ending is a little bit lackluster and I can definitely see why a lot of people have been not super into it. I think that the reason they might have changed it from that more like exciting and kind of cliffhanger ending is that there's going to be a four year time jump in the next movie, which I'm very interested to see how that's going to play out because I feel like these movies are so like at least this particular new trilogy is so tied to the fact that it's all happening like back to back to back that it would be weird to suddenly break that formula. I don't know. We'll see. So this one, I think overall is kind of a mixed bag for me. I like a lot of it, but in terms of like the actual pacing and, and it's, it's sort of placed in the series. I think it's a little bit uh, disappointing. So overall I would say it's kind of, a, it's an okay movie. It's maybe a, five six out of ten it's it's nothing great but it's not totally unenjoyable i i liked watching it but by the end i did feel like i was kind of wanting more all right before i get out of here i want to say that i am grateful for uh, a class, a school class that is unlike no, like unlike any other class ever. Uh, I've con convinced that there's just it's just one of a kind. Um, I was skateboarding around the class like earlier, and I just that's just amazing. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that I lucked into uh, a time in this class, uh, my this Fotech shop, where we have such an amazing teacher, and that. Uh, me and him are are like super close and that he's just like super chill and lets us do whatever we want and is very you know inspiring in terms of like just letting us run wild with our creativity and like trying to like just help us as best he can he's a super cool guy and i just think it's like awesome that <laughs> i have that opportunity because the teacher before him which i narrowly missed by one year just because of uh, the, the point where I entered the program was much more strict and seems like the type of teacher I would have hated, which totally would have changed the type of experience that I would have had. So I'm just grateful that I got in at the right time and that my teacher is a nut who lets us ride skateboards through uh, the class and uh, practice skateboarding tricks on the uh, like like in the class. I, that's just crazy. So, yeah, that's, that's my grateful, weird as it might sound. 
All right, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, forget your podcast. Five stars is super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and tell a friend about the show if you think they would enjoy it. That's a great way to spread the word about the show. So thank you if you've done all that, and thank you in advance if you are going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. And yeah, until next time, evil dies tonight. Peace.